Planning for retirement is not a one and done. It takes discipline, takes work. Today's podcast, we're going to talk about some hacks to get you safely through the retirement red zone so you can put some retirement points up on the board. And if you're in your 50s, we're going to give you four things that you can be successful at in preparing for retirement. So please stay with us. We've got a jam-packed podcast. And now, Money Matters USA with Fred Sage. And you also need to work with your advisor to create multiple income streams. You're at the right place for information every week regarding all the components of a successful retirement plan. Asset allocation is really a driving force for how much your accounts are going to grow. Fred Sade is a financial fiduciary and retirement specialist. I have to put the client's interest ahead of my own pocketbook at, at all times. I must be able to justify why I'm making the recommendations. Money Matters USA with Fred Sade. Welcome to the podcast. It's Money Matters USA, the podcast with staying power, because we're working on uh, what Fred said here, podcast number 107. I'm consumer advocate Dave Perkins. Let me introduce you to Fred Sade. He holds a PhD in economics from Duke University. He is the founder and managing director of Money Matters USA, and he is a fiduciary. Uh, gives you that extra level of comfort when you're working on something as important as your retirement. And Fred, just how many people are working on something as important as their retirement? Uh, we've got a number or a term called peak 65. I already had heard about a thousand, 10,000 rather, people in America turning 65 every day. Well, next year marks a historic demographic event, the largest number of Americans ever will reach the age of 65. Thank goodness we have people like you who specialize in retirement planning. Yeah, I, I it, you know, it's quite an event that's going to hit Social Security as well. I mean, it's Katie bar the windows. Yeah. I mean, it, it is a blowout year that's, uh, that, that's coming up uh, for people who are going to go into retirement uh, and uh, tremendous drain on, on Social Security. Uh, that's uh, that's about to uh, come up, and then we've got inflation, and that doesn't help. And I don't think there's any quick fix for uh, inflation. We still have a lot of uh, fiscal stimulus in the system. We've still got unspent uh, COVID money. Uh, plus, we have uh, a number of uh, spending uh, bills that were that were passed uh, at the beginning of the Biden administration. And those have to be funded, and that's where you see this push-pull going on uh, in the House, uh, and we may get a government shutdown to the extent that you get a shutdown. It's not a real shutdown. It, it just becomes a question of what the Treasury can and cannot do. Mm -hmm. uh, that's the real issue. It's, it's not a question of whether or not a, you know, a monument is open in Washington, D.C. That, that, that's, uh, that's not the uh, that's not the real issue. So, I mean, the, the truth of the matter is that people have to take responsibility uh, for their own retirement and uh, because they, there is nobody else that's going to do it uh, for you. The um, government has really just thrown up its hands and, and said, hey, we can't do much about wealth and wealth inequality. 
what we are going to do is we're going to push people into generating retirement income. That's not the end of the world because in retirement, you do live on income. You're not living on your assets unless you have an enormous uh, amount of assets. Uh, we just saw uh, the other day, there was a uh, release of a uh, survey by Schwab and uh, their survey is saying that people now think they need 1.8 million uh, in order to retire successfully. Well, the the average, uh, you know, 401k balance is under $200,000. Well, I mean, that that's an enormous gulf but between the Schwab survey result and, and the average uh, amount of money that's in the typical 401k plan. So, you know, if you, if, if you can, uh, as soon as you can put money, if, if your employer has a 401k plan, contribute to it. Try to contribute up to the amount of money that, that the employer will match. That's all free uh, money if you can. If your employer doesn't have a retirement plan, then open up an IRA. And do a spousal IRA also. Your spouse does not have to work, does not have to have income. You can you can you can open a spousal and your own uh, based on 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 your own uh, earnings. Um, it's it's really uh, important uh, to do everything that you can uh, to put money away uh, toward your retirement and. Uh, it's retirement is, as I said earlier, all about all about income. So it's a question of maximizing the, your your income and making sure that you can meet your fixed expenses uh, out of your out of your income and not have to worry uh, about that. It just can't be maybe income. It's got to be certain guaranteed uh, income. And then if your employer has. And not every employer has a uh, health savings account, uh, but if you but if your employer does and you can uh, put money into into that, uh, you can uh, cover your medical expenses, or you can you can hold it because uh, it's not a, a, a spend it or lose it proposition anymore. Uh, you, you, even though uh, once you are Medicare eligible, you can't contribute to the HSA. You still can use it for reimbursement, and you can use it until until the money is uh, uh, is gone. Uh, you also can, if you want, uh, do a rollover uh, into uh, an IRA, uh, in if the if the employer does not make contribution uh, in the year that you choose to do the rollover, and um, you can, you know, you you can use five twenty nine plans, but but I give you a caution. You know, on that, if, if, if you're in a low tax or no tax uh, state, you know, then you have you have some real choices about 401k, uh, uh, excuse me, 529 plans. Uh, if you're in a no tax state, you can see which which plan has some of the best results and consistently has good performance and has low, low fees. If you're in a high tax state, you got a real problem because if you uh, want to get the state deduction, uh, you have to use the state's plan. Now, my home state of New Jersey, uh, if you earn more than 200000 you get no deduction for the New Jersey, uh, for a contribution to the New Jersey plan. So you're, you're kind of in no man's land 
so it really depends on on your state, and you really have to look at uh, at that. Um, if you're at 50, then you know be aware of the catch-up uh, provisions uh, for all qualified plans, whether they're IRAs, whether they're they're individual Roths, uh, or, or uh, in addition to 401ks or, or any, and now 457s, and 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 so on, 403bs, and 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 so on. Um, the other thing is, and and. People sometimes say, "Oh, yeah, this is really soft stuff," you know, but but it's really important. You should uh, review and update your beneficiaries. It's really important to do that uh, because if you don't, uh, you may want you may, may it may be somebody else is going to get your money that you didn't intend or want them to get your money. Let's say you just uh, selected wife and say you're divorced and you never changed the beneficiary to say who is your which wife. Which wife? Yeah, which wife. So you can, you can be in for a disappointment. We, we just we just had a case out of Detroit and the, uh, her, the name of the singer, um, I, can't, I want to say Patti LaBelle. Um, or was it Aretha Franklin? Oh, yeah, I'm sorry. It was Aretha Franklin. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, uh, court case, and the because um, she had multiple handwritten wills, the, the the judge decided that the most recent one is the one that they would honor. She had four sons; two got disinherited, and two got inherited. It could have gone the other way. Uh, so uh, the, these these are not untypical. Uh, you should have you should have a uh, a living will you should you should have um, a health care directive you should have a durable power of attorney um, if you just have a power of attorney it's invalid when when you're ill a durable power of attorney will survive illness and that's that's when the power of attorney is, is needed to do transactions carry out banking plan contributions withdrawals Whatever needs to be done, all sorts of decisions need to be to be done. Pay your cell phone bill, pay your electric bill. All these things uh, may require uh, go to the bank, uh, make make a withdrawal, make a deposit. All these the bank may take deposits, but it may not want to let you take money out. So th these things are very important for the durable power of attorney, um, and it should be somebody that you trust. You know all these. A dur every durable power of attorney has um, back doors in it. It's impossible to make one that is totally bulletproof. So it's important to have one, have it reviewed, and to select um, people who you who you trust, uh, who is the primary power of attorney, and also your secondary. Same thing for administrators or administrators uh, of, of a will and the newer documents usually have a, a protector uh, to protect the, the assets uh, or to invest it includes trust and maybe a trust protector. So these things have become a lot more uh, sophisticated uh, than they were in the past. And, um, you know, there, there's two of you. Uh, it's not it's not double vision either. There, there's who you are now and, and there's the future you and you have to, and, and this is difficult. I, I know that I know that from hard experience, but you have to think about, and this is the difficult part. Think about you, about 
your your future self, what what you're going to be 10, 15, 20 years uh, from now. Uh, consider uh, this is where considering your needs, your wants, your your goals, your spending pattern. Uh, consider how you're going to expand, spend your money, your priorities. This is where most people need uh, need help. And they also need help on figuring out what's the proper mix of, of assets, what should I own, uh, where should I own them? Should it be tax deferred? Should it be uh, never taxed? Uh, should it be taxable? How, how should I do this? And what, what's the order of my withdrawal rate, because it has an enormous impact, uh, how you take it, from which bucket you take it, and uh, the, that order will determine not only the money that you're going to lose to taxes, but also how long your assets uh, will, uh, will, con- will continue. Uh, th- this, is, this is where you really have to make some decisions. Uh, on this goes back to estate planning, but uh, most people object to estate planning because they say, well, I don't want to think about death. I'll get to it. I'll get to it. And then they don't. And then you're depending uh, on the intestacy laws. And you might not be happy with the intestacy laws of your resident state. It might not get the property over to the people that you want to get it to. Uh, So the only way you can be sure of that uh, is is to uh, consult with, with a competent uh, advisor and, and a competent uh, estate planning uh, attorney. The other, the other thing is, uh, you know, y- you just can't spend your day uh, listening to uh, radio or, or watch television and all the, ch- all the channels or stations, you know, all about uh, Wall Street and investing and so on and so forth. And, and again, the studies show that people do uh, have poorer results because they, they're, they're moving constantly, selling this, buying that, and, and they never get the benefit of, of a full uh, up market uh, in, in a position that they're in. Most people just don't understand how much risk uh, that they are. Uh, taking and um, and, and it, when you think about uh, the things that you can think about, there are other things that you're not going to think about because you have no idea what they might be, and that includes your longevity. That includes uh, the fact that as you age, you're going to have health-related issues that you don't have now. You may have memory issues. You may have physical issues. You may you may need. Uh, some assistance of some kind. It, it may be assisted living. Uh, it may it may be some kind of uh, long-term care type uh, support. It doesn't have to be uh, in a residence facility. It could be. It could be in your own home. That's an important decision uh, uh, to make, whether you're going to go into uh, assisted living or uh, do it in stages into a planned community and then which transitions into assisted living and then which can bring in long-term care uh, type services uh, sh- should you reach a point where you can't care uh, for yourself. Uh, we did a program uh, a week ago on on, uh, on Medicare, but it's important to understand uh, what Medicare covers, what it does not cover, uh, why you need some kind of supplement to uh, offer Part B, Part D, or you're going to take an Advantage plan, a Part C plan, what's not covered, such as dentistry and, and hearing aids and vision care. Uh, these are, and also uh, the, the, 
the fee structure on, uh, on, on the Part B uh, because Part B and Part D are means-tested, and uh, there, the, you could be in for an unpleasant uh, surprise as to uh, how you're going to be charged, and, and the charge is determined by your income two years prior. Um, what's your Social Security strategy? It's important to, to, to have one. And this is where people uh, need help uh, also with, with comprehensive Social Security planning, because it's not only the amount that you get, it's what happens when a spouse dies. So there's, there's an absolute misconception. People think that spousal benefit is a gimme, it's an automatic. It is not automatic. It's, a cal it's calculated to see whether or not your spouse qualifies for the spousal benefit or will it be required to take their own benefit. Uh, th this, is, this is important stuff, and then you need to know what your gap is and how you're going to go about uh, filling that gap from, from an income and asset uh, standpoint, but primarily an income uh, standpoint. Um, the minimum distribution rules, I guess that's the other, another point to, to talk about. The, the minimum distribution rules are very, very confusing. The, the original Secure Act said one thing, then we had Secure Act 2.0. And then we thought we understood it, and the IRS said, "Ah, not so fast. This this is the way this is the way RMD should be handled." And they created a series of, of definitions, and basically spouses are exempt. Uh, basically, spouses can stretch if they want to. Um, uh, younger children uh, who are minors uh, can stretch until uh, they reach the age of eighteen. And uh, then they they have to take money uh, out over ten over the ten year period. The good thing about Roths is that while you do have the ten year period, you don't have to take it out annually. So you can let the money grow, hopefully, and then take it all out in the in the tenth uh, in the tenth year. Uh, there is some confusion uh, as to whether or not uh, 2033. Uh, will be the point at which RMDs will start at age 75. Uh, some people say it's a drafting error. Other people say, no, it's deliberate. Uh, there is a, an agreement. There is agreement in Congress that a technical correction is necessary. We don't know whether or not this is going to be in the technical correction order, or as so often the case, those who know won't say and those who, who say don't know. So uh, I, think, I think that gives you a pretty good menu of, 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 uh, of hacks that you can that you can make. Yeah. And if you're in the theme was uh, approaching 65, either way, if you're in that financial red zone, uh, you certainly should be considering those strategies and everything Fred just went through. I can direct you to Fred's website, moneymattersusa.net. When you go there, click the red line on the dashboard tab. You'll learn how red line on the dashboard can help make sure that you don't outlive your money and one of the questions in there is who benefits from red light on the dashboard and fred says my proprietary process is designed for people nearing or in retirement ages 55 to 75 so that includes the very oldest gen xers and certainly those baby boomers and certainly those approaching 65 as we've dedicated the first segment of the podcast to but coming up there is more to come fred's going to take on four things you can do in your 50s that could help you get ready for retirement retirement in your 60s. That is straight ahead on Money Matters USA.
we are baffled how many people don't understand the choices, risks, options, and the expenses they pay in their current 401ks. That stops today. Get your total retirement income plan that includes a social security maximization report, forensic fee analysis, and risk assessment. All you have to do is give us a call. Contact Fred Sade at Money Matters USA, 800-593-8188, 800-593-8188. We're back with Money Matters USA. Fred Sade, founder and managing director of the firm of the same name, a fiduciary firm, Money Matters USA. You can learn more at moneymattersusa.net. As I mentioned, you can click on the red light on the dashboard. You can click on uh, the podcast tab and hear the other 106 podcasts we've done here. And uh, also, Fred, your most most podcasts, he has a good stump the guru question. You can submit yours there. You click the podcast tab. You get the... the um, drop down for Stump the Guru, and we'll tell you how to do that. Fred Sade at 800-593-8188, 800-593-8188. Well, 50 may be the new 40, but you're still getting closer to retirement, and in your 50s, you're in the financial red zone. You're getting closer, and uh, there's there are many things to consider, but Fred, you have four highlighted here. So we're going to run through these and, and actually you kind of touched on this in the last segment, uh, yes. looking at, um, you know, the, the save maximizing your saving efforts before you retire. And certainly if you're over 50, those catch up contributions. Yeah, the catch up contributions are really important. Uh, and this is where you really want to work your spending and your budget to see how you can free up uh, some money to be able to take advantage uh, of the catch-up. Now, age 50 is magical uh, because you can, this is where the catch-up occurs and you get to put in more and more money uh, every every single uh, year. And uh, just for comparison purposes, the that that sixty five hundred dollar contribution is really uh, significant because um, you know now it's it's seven thousand uh, dollars right now for for the catch up it it probably is going I'm expecting it to, to keep on uh, going up now you know I suppose if you're cynical. You could say, well, it's going up, but so is inflation. Well, okay, so let's say let's say inflation does not come down to the the Federal Reserve's two percent. If if let's say it's at three percent, let's say it's at four percent. Let's say the cost of getting the, the social disturbance, the impact on society would be so great. To push it down to two percent, the Fed says, "Hey, we have to halt right now because of, of what that the impact of that uh, is unacceptable uh, to society." Well, if you if you're sitting there with with a level payout, you're falling further and further behind. So inflation and your own spending patterns will 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 drive will drive your need. For dollars to to cover income and to co- and to cover that spending gap, so 
the the fact that you can put more money away is important because you want to have an increasing you want to have an increasing payout when you get to retirement because you want to have dollars that have the same purchasing power uh, year after year after year so if they don't you know then a dollar might only buy you know, uh, 90 cents worth of goods, and then it's 85 cents, and then it's 80 cents, and so on. But you want it to be able to have the same constant purchasing power. So taking advantage of the um, of these catch-up contributions is is vitally important. And don't don't ignore the catch-up, and and do everything you can to see how you can take advantage of it. But remember. Uh, you want to be up to the employer's uh, contribution limit because once you once you go beyond that, then you can't be sure that the money is going to be able to stay in the plan. And so that's where we get into other strategies such as the backdoor Roth, which I'm not going to get into uh, today. Uh, another another thing, number two, would be at the at your asset allocation. You know, uh, I guess we all have to listen to Grandma. Grandma said, don't have all your eggs in one basket. Mm -hmm. When that truck is going down the road and it it hits the big bump, you don't want all those eggs to be broken. They all break. Well, yeah. And when when the markets are not behaving the way they're supposed to, the way modern portfolio theory says that bonds will behave opposite to equities and equities opposite to bonds. When they're not working the way they're supposed to, that is the reason right now why people are looking at commodities, because bonds are not working the way they're supposed to work. So it's not giving you the hedge. So having a proper asset allocation is important. Now, is that a guarantee? Uh, for performance, no, nobody, nobody can can guarantee uh, performance. But what it does do is is give you the the um, ability so that when one set of assets are going up, another set may be going down, another set is going down, the other set is going up, and and vice versa. So th- this is very important because you want that you want that balance. Uh, and, uh, you know, and if you have some losses, you may want to harvest some of those losses because it, it can help you offset, you know, a Roth conversion. Uh, you won't have you won't necessarily have losses every year, but you but you may have enough of, a lo- of losses where you can carry them forward. Uh, so I mean, the, this is where tax planning uh, is is vitally uh, important. And. Uh, Right now, I mean, there are lots of different theories, you know, of investing, and all of them are right, depending on the way the market is performing. And and right now, you can you can talk to, you can line ten different experts up, and each one of them can give you a valid opinion and cite facts to support that. And every one of them is right, and every one of them may be wrong, uh, because no one theory is going to work uh, all of the time. So that's why the stock market, you know, is an auction market. And uh, this, you don't have a guarantee that once you, you know, you put your bid in that you're, that you're going to be successful. And uh, so this, this part of allocation, 
don't put, and again, don't put all your eggs in one basket. You should have other assets. You know, Wall Street is not the economy. And uh, you should have other assets that are unrelated uh, to uh, to Wall Street. And, um, you know, that, that, could be, that could be an investment in, in income-producing real estate. Or it could be investment again, or 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 growth real estate, or it, it could be uh, in something in something else. It might it might be an investment in a particular sector, uh, a particular company that you have uh, a lot of familiarity uh, with, and uh, warrants might be something that you might be uh, interested uh, in. Um, now the other the other thing is we want to make sure that you. Um, have cash because because cash is the antidote to risk. How do you offset risk? The easiest way is to have cash available, and and that means that you don't have to uh, sell something uh, in the market. There's no guarantee that the market is going up uh, in four weeks. Market never goes up in a straight line. Um, and if you if you look at the S and P for the last 24 months. Uh, you'll see that it's been up and down, up and down, up and down, up and down. And it, it's had a, a whole series of, of uh, uh, many, uh, many increases, uh, many uh, bull markets, and it also has had many bear markets. So this, this continues right now. I'm looking at the, at the VIX, uh, which is a, a very, comes out of Chicago. It's very good measurement, uh, I think, of uh, uh, Wall Street sentiment, and and right now the the, the VIX has has risen uh, significantly, and and that's not a, that is not a good uh, sign. So uh, having having cash on hand is really uh, is really important. How much cash you should have? Well, ideally two years uh, of cash, but if you can't manage that, certainly at, at least ninety days is something that that you should strive for. And uh, now you can start putting it away in, you know, in your in your penny jar and just increase the size of hmm. pennies, the nickels, the dimes, the quarters, the right. dollars and so on and so forth. Uh, the third the third thing that I want to talk about is um, and this is this is different than, than listening uh, to, um, you know, the, the radio or television, or the streaming video uh, business uh, uh, stations. Now, talk about things that you don't really have some control over, and one of which is your is your is your health situation. Yeah, I mean, you there are things you could you can do, but I mean, ultimately, uh, what you do uh, is helpful. But also, you have uh, you know you have your inheritance, your your the genes, the the cards you were, you know, you were dealt, and um, and, and this healthcare can be a very expensive uh, proposition. Medicare does not cover. Uh, everything, and uh, you could be out of pocket uh, depending on what your situation uh, is. And husband and wives uh, can have very substantial uh, out of pocket uh, costs, well, well, well over, you know, well over a hundred thousand. And depending on whose calculations you want to use, uh, somewhere between you know a hundred and three hundred thousand uh, for a couple is is a very very real possibility. So, I mean, putting money aside in, uh, in, in a separate account, not, not in the emergency account. You, you, an emergency account can't be double-duty dollars. That, that's to provide income 
uh, in the event uh, that the that your other uh, investments uh, can't supplement your your guaranteed sources of income. You don't want to sell, necessarily sell those positions, particularly if they're good positions. Let's say you have a position in Apple, and I'm just taking that as an example. Uh, and Apple gets beaten down, and and you may not want to you may not want to sell uh, Apple. Uh, and your alternative might be that you do have to sell it, and you also have an enormous capital gain because you bought it, you know, when it was uh, right at inception. So you don't want to be in that situation. And I just take Apple as an example. You can pick uh, some other mm-hmm. uh, some other stock. Um, the other the other thing is you you really. You really need to game this out. People who are ready for retirement uh, have gamed it out. They've, they've, they've got a budget. They've tested their budget. They may not know how much risk they have in their portfolios, and, and they may have a bunch of products, and they may not have adequate sources of income. So when they come in, we can sort all that out uh, uh, for them. But if you don't come in, uh, you're, you're determined to do this uh, on your own. Uh, then you have you have to take it to a trial run. It, it's it, it's too late to 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 do this trial run after you've actually uh, retired, and then you're going to learn what what the problems are, or you get into these uh, micro uh, types of should I buy this uh, asset or do this uh, trade or that sort of thing. I mean that that's all uh, minutia. It's all very very tactical. And, and and right now we're talking about what's needed to be done from a strategy perspective. We we can get to the tact we get to the tactical uh, part, but you, but you need a strategy before you can worry about the tactics. What what what's that what's that saying? We won the battle but lost the war. Mm-hmm. That, that's really um, that's really what's at issue here. And since most people do not understand how much risk they are taking and how much risk they're exposed to. And people conflate risk with volatility. Um, this, beco- this becomes a very real uh, issue. So uh, healthcare, long-term care, uh, these are, uh, and longevity, these are, these are three wild cards. Uh, I mean, if you were playing with a deck of cards, these, these would be the wild cards in the, in the deck. And you don't have much control uh, over these. So what's going to happen is going to happen. The only question is, are you going to be prepared for it? And this is this is more important than listening, you know, to the trading news uh, on radio or TV. And that's basically what I've got uh, for our listeners. Well, you had good stuff today, and all critical to consider if you're near retirement. Maybe you have retired and you're not feeling total confidence in whatever plan you may have. It's a great second opinion opportunity with Fred as well with a call to 800-593-8188, 800-593-8188. And also the website, moneymattersusa.net. Be sure to click that uh, red light on the dashboard tab, click the podcast tab, and you can scroll through the menu of the other 106 podcasts we did. We've had guests on. Uh, we had fun recently also getting out good information with the two-year podcast anniversary. I mean, you get a little write-up on each of those, so it links you to two uh, pod- podcast platforms. They're well-known, so just go. That's at moneymattersusa.net. And thank you so much for joining us. Stay along with us for the journey Dropping every Friday, the podcast, Money Matters USA.
Investment advisory services offered through Money Matters USA, LLC. Fred Sade and his guests provide general information, not individually targeted personalized advice, and are not liable for the usage of information discussed. Exposure to ideas and financial vehicles should not be considered investment advice or a recommendation to buy or sell in any of these financial vehicles. This information should also not be considered tax or legal advice. Individuals should consult with a professional specializing in the fields of tax, legal accounting, or investments regarding the applicability of this information for their situation. Past performance is not a guarantee of future results. Investments will fluctuate and when redeemed may be worth more or less than when originally invested. Any comments regarding safe and secure investments and guaranteed income streams refer only to fixed insurance products. They do not refer in any way to the securities or investment advisory products. Fixed insurance and annuity product guarantees are subject to the claims paying ability of the issuing company and are offered through Money Matters USA LLC. By contacting Money Matters USA, you may be provided information regarding the purchase of insurance products.